Hi, and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. It's your host, Michael Tipper. Who else would it be? Now, today's episode is called Four Seasons in One Day, Brackets, Not the Crowded House Song. Now, I did another interview for my other podcast today with uh, dietitian and well-being expert, Celine Morin. We talked about rest and recuperation, how she helps her clients sleep much better. I was amazed and impressed by approach that I'll share and summarise in today's episode. So what's the importance of sleep? Now, one of the questions I asked Celine was, what's the biggest downside to not getting enough sleep? And I was shocked not only by her answer, but how quickly she answered the question. There was no delay at all in her response. It was instantaneous, which to me indicated the significance of her answer. Not getting enough sleep will lead to Alzheimer's and dementia. That's it. Now, that's quite significant. Of course, there are all sorts of shorter-term consequences of not getting enough quality time on your pillow, but over the long haul, lack of sleep is a cause of one of the most dreadful diseases that could befall anyone. So, Celine's has this approach to rest and recuperation, and she takes a, a, a seasoned approach to sleep, a four-seasoned approach to sleep. So, our conversation about um, how to develop quality sleep... Um, was far-ranging but focused on her Four Seasons framework. So here they are, of course, you know, with the Four Seasons, spring, summer, autumn, winter. So how does that map on to a, to a day? Well, spring, this is the time between waking up and engaging in the hustle and bustle of your day. So there are a few things that she recommends here. Um, first of all is extending the time as much as you can between waking up and getting into the hustle and bustle. Um, it's, it's an important time. And she says the moment you wake up, actually, is when you start preparing yourself for sleep at the end of the day, because everything you do during the day will impact the quality of your sleep when it actually comes to proper rest and recuperation. So you start right from the moment you wake up. Uh, she recommended a range of things, some form of reflection, journaling, um, some form of uh, physical exercise, some form of breathing exercise, some form of meditation, and some form of, she's, I can't remember the word she used, but she recommends some form of light reading just to invest in yourself, just to uh, learn something new, just to uh, give yourself a boost of inspiration, so something motivational maybe. So the start of the day is really, really important. And so she calls that spring. Then you've got the bulk of your day, which is uh, what she calls her summer approach, which is how you approach your day. Now, there's lots and lots of things that she recommends here about improving the quality of your sleep. And the first thing she talked about was recognizing that your energy uh, it is cyclical. It oscillates. The levels that you get oscillate during the day. Circadian rhythms is uh, the driver behind that. And it's being aware of that and tying in your approach to your day based on that. Taking out, um, taking regular breaks or starting, give yourself permission to take regular breaks. And we had this long conversation about how people who are stressed and uh, focused on work and those who are sort of uh, A types, classic A, uh, A personality types who just drive and succeed and succeed and drive and drive and drive. The concept of taking a break to them would be, I don't have time. So we talked a lot about that and the importance of actually sometimes less is more uh, works really well is taking a break allows you to regenerate and recuperate such that you can bring the best of yourself back to the work. If you just keep working and working and working, you don't give yourself time to replenish the energy that you need in order to keep working at a high level. So mindfulness appeared a lot and we talked about mindful eating as well as just being mindful in the moment. 
And we also discussed the issue around caffeine. Now, caffeine apparently has a half-life of something like six hours. Now, she recommends not having coffee after 12 p.m. midday. And so I asked her why. She goes, well, if you drink eight ounces of coffee, the amount of caffeine in that coffee at 12 o'clock, you'll have half that amount in your bloodstream still six hours later. So it's still having an effect six hours later. That's one cup of coffee. So it's a stimulant. And so sometimes we actually, a stimulant can help us. Uh, We can naturally stimulate ourselves, but artificial stimulation actually upsets our body clock and can affect the way we sleep. We didn't talk too much about uh, eating, about diet. Uh, That's probably the subject of another conversation. But she did mention that um, we should be very mindful when we eat instead of just shoveling it in to our faces when we eat or eating at our desk giving ourselves time to enjoy the moment. And mindfulness features a lot in all the recommendations. Then it comes to autumn. This is about winding down from the day. And she was um, a really interesting quote. She said that it requires courage for us to do this as our culture pushes away darkness and night. So being connected 24-7 with the internet. Um, It's a world that never sleeps, obviously, because it rotates 24 hours. But certainly you can be anywhere in the world and still contact anywhere else in the world. And that constant connectedness um, is not good. So her approach to uh, winding down is about uh, reducing the um, input to the senses um, uh, and harnessing the senses. So drinking uh, chamomile tea, for example, um, smelling certain scents, uh, playing soothing music, um, getting ready for the, the final bit, which is winter, uh, uh, having a bath maybe. Um, and light's a really important one. We talked this concept of light and the light that's emitted by screens, smartphones, iPads, computers, televisions, and how that affects the, I think, it's, I think she said melatonin, um, I think it's melatonin is the, is the neurochemical that helps prepare us ready for sleep. And that disruption can affect the quality of our sleep. And then finally we get to winter, which is sleep itself. Um, we talked about how much sleep to get. And I think the consensus is that seven to seven and a half hours minimum is what the majority of people need. There are very, very few people who can survive uh, nor- normalised on less than that. Uh, and actually more sleep is probably better than less. Um, and then the other thing about the winter is the quality of, of your sleep. It can be determined by um, you as you go to sleep, learning to relax. What to do if you wake up in the middle of the night, learn to relax. Um, there's shutting out artificial light. There's all sorts of things that you can do to improve the quality of your sleep. So it was a far-ranging interview that covered a whole load of stuff. And I've just skimmed the surface of some of the great tips that she gave us in that time. Um, And I'm really looking forward to publishing the whole interview when the new podcast goes live. So look out for that because I will let you know when that goes live. But for now, looking at the time, I think it's time for an early night. Until tomorrow.